Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to Off the Bench Summer Edition. All the big news and views from sport. I tell you what, it's been a massive week on Off the Bench this week. Off the Bench. Uh, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here today. Satsy, hello. Sin Chow. Ah, yes, yeah. you're fresh from your trip to Vietnam. But I've had some, I've had you, mm-hmm. Rat, and The Wiz on the show this week. And it's been a massive week. Um, a good fellow, Gary Freeman, isn't he? Oh, mate. Tremendous um, guy. We also had Ian Smith on. Yep. So we'll have a chat to him. Of course, the Australian tour of New Zealand is well and truly underway. Uh, also spoke to fellow Kiwi, Ronaldo Militalo. Uh, I love these kids. And I'm not calling him a kid to be disrespectful, but I love where he's come from and I love where he's going. He's got a great grounding, Ronaldo. Uh, grew up in, obviously, New Zealand, lived most of his life in Western uh, Brisbane around Ipswich. But in saying that, he's, he's a really grounded kid. He's, he's got great wisdom for a young man, heavily involved in a lot of... Um, not only is he, is he a fine winger, an outstanding winger who scored the first try in that 30-0 win against Australia in the yeah. Pacific tournament, uh, the Champions tournament. But outside, he does a lot of charity work as well. He's a really well-grounded kid. Yeah, he's good. Uh, speaking of well-grounded, Titans back row, Bo Fermor's back this year. We'll have a chat to him. Before we go any further, though, it's time for the dig segment. Thanks to Sherlock Wilbarrows. Visit the range of sherlocklastlonger.com.au. I'm having a dig at everyone who are just obsessed by Travis Kelsey being in Sydney. Uh, I mean, He's a big star. Yeah, but following his plane like you do Santa Claus on Christmas Eve? No. No. Oh, okay, you give me Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I'll give you South Sydney officials oh. reportedly making their players on a day off in, in America. If oh. they want to go to Disneyland... <laughs> They've got to hire a mobility scooter. I reckon it's rubbish. From the job site to your backyard, lighten the load with Sherlock. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. Let's kick off this week's show with Ronaldo Militalo. Now comes our Talakai. Militalo sets sail. Gets there. Ronaldo Militalo has a double. Oh, look, not only is he a, a fantastic finisher on the footy field, I'm going to go early. I know mm-hmm. we're, only, we're up to the second week of the trial, Sat, but I'm going to say he's got the best name in the game. Ronaldo Mulatalo joining us on Sports Day from the Mighty Sharks. Ronaldo, welcome, mate. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's <laughs> also a great name. It's a great name, oh, isn't it? Yeah. It's a sporting name. name. Yeah. It is. And a good celebrator, too. I like his celebration. Now, <laughs> Ronaldo, of course, you grew up in New Zealand, but I was just telling the guys off air, um, I was involved in one of the 17th franchise bids and I was out the west of, of Brisbane, out towards Ipswich. And I went to Ipswich High and I said, we wanted them to be the school if, if we got the licence. And there's a big frame on the wall with one of your Sharks jerseys and a sign signed by yourself 
Um, and Ipswich High was was your your teenage upbringing, wasn't it, with rugby league? Yeah, like obviously, um, you know, so, you know, learned my craft there, and I had a great coach there, a school coach that you know, mentored me through my pretty young days. And um, I'm always kind of wanting to give back to um, the people that you know turned around and, and gave me a hand to be where I'm at now. So it's always good to get back there, and um, I still hold a pretty close connection with the school. So uh, something I'm proud of. Oh, that's good to hear. I guess, um, what, are, what are the differences between living in Ipswich and Cronulla, Ronaldo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the couple, a couple of the boys in Cronulla give me a bit of stick about um, coming from Ipswich a little bit. But, um, yeah, no, nah, obviously love Cronulla, love being next to the beach. Uh, can't complain too much out here. Obviously a different demographic, but, um, nah, it's good. Can't complain. I'm, yeah, I like to go back home and visit the family. Um, but, nah. It's all right. It's not too bad out here, I guess. Beautiful. Beautiful. Steve Chich is nice as well. Yeah, actually, can I further question yeah. to that? Could we talk about rugby league expansion all the time at 18th team. Would you like to see uh, an NRL licence based out in the west of Brisbane? Do you think it deserves a, a team? Yeah, I reckon it would be massive for them, the area. Um, obviously, the great Alfie Lane come from there as well. and um, no, I think it would just be big for the whole town. I remember when the Ipswich Jets won it as well. Um, I think I forgot what year it was. might have been 14 or something, 15. I know just how big it was for, for the whole area. Everyone got behind it. Um, you know, they're a big 40 town. So I reckon it'll be good for them. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully that, um, they, they can be that, that 18 team to come in and, and do a job. Um, but who knows? Uh, I mm. always, talk, always talk to the, all the Ipswich 40 people out there and they love it as well. So it's good and uh, fingers crossed. Yeah. Now, we spoke to Fitzy, your coach, a few weeks ago, Ronaldo, and he mentioned that your left-side centre partner, Sifa Talakai. Now, I'm looking at the teams this week, and, and you guys are Sharkies playing the Bulldogs, and you guys have named pretty much a, a full-strength side uh, going up against the Bulldogs, as they have as well. Uh, but he also he intimated to us that, it, that your Sifa may spend some time in the back row this year as well. Has he, has he been spending a bit of time in the centres and the back row in the pre-season? Yeah, he's just been doing everything. I think for big boy, he's just trying to get his, his body right. Um, I know the last year or so, he's, he's been um, travelling with a fair few injuries. And you know, obviously, he's massive for us at a yardage. He's, he's basically a cheat code. Um, but it's just getting the big boy fit and, and moving in whatever position that is. Um, I think he's pretty happy to play that role uh, for the team And uh, as long as we're winning games. But no, I still strongly believe he's, his best position is at that centre. Not everyone will agree, but... Um, I, th- I think I know him personally. You can't just have one good year and then uh, forget how to play that position. So, um, about for him, it's, I think it's just finding that consistency and getting getting back to full health and full strength. So, really looking forward to seeing him get out this weekend and um, have a good crack at it and, and hopefully start you know, the year with some confidence. Imagine if you got sentenced to a prison term and you walked in and they said, "Here's a celly. <laughs> and he's sitting on the bottom bunk yeah, nah, for Talakai. Yeah, no out, way. No, nah, yeah. to- Toby Rudolph would be <laughs> worse, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know which one I'll have. He'd drive you insane, Toby. Um, now, Kiwi jersey. Big news today that Stacey Jones has been named as the Kiwi coach. Like it? I, I would think you would love yeah. being part of Stacey's camp. Yeah, no, he's um obviously Stacey's a legend. Like we had obviously had a good time last year at the end of the year, and um, I just think. We, we kind of just said to the leadership crew and, and all of them, because like, they kind of asked us about who we wanted and I think whatever suited best for the group. And I think we had a good group last year and I think they kind of just wanted to keep us all together. So um, uh, I backed Stacey to come in and do the job and I'm pretty confident that 
you know, if, if whoever plays good footy towards the back end of the year and, and he picks in to do a job for New Zealand, that they will step in and then do that. Um, so we're looking forward to Stacey doing it. And obviously he's a legend of, of New Zealand and, and in the sport. Um, and no, I just can't rap him enough. He's a legend of a bloke, loves a beer as well, so even better. <laughs> yeah, good. He's a great guy. Now, can I just go back to that game, that last game of the Pacific Championships? You scored the first try in that game. I think it might have been 10 or 12 minutes into the game to start that 30-0 defeat of Australia. Take us take us into the dressing rooms after the game, Ronaldo. To date, I mean, would that be the highlight of, of your career? Because you're only a very young man, but such a great achievement against a team like Australia. Yeah, nah. Like, it was obviously the last 10 minutes or so, five minutes, we kind of knew we had it in the bag. And just, I think, chasing that uh, that, that donut was even more important for us, chasing the, the zero scoreboard. And, um now, just to see the whole of New Zealand get behind us as well and, and in the changing rooms, how happy we were for Madge. Um, now, if anyone knows Madge, he's an intense dude and to see him actually have a big smile on his face and let the shoulders down, um, that was good to see and, and, and no one deserves more than him, as well as our captain, Fish. Uh, just the ultimate professional. It's good to see him get some of that success as well for, obviously, the country that he's so proud of. And, um, yeah, nah, obviously celebrations, the beers are going on straight away and a lot of singing and dancing and, um, yeah, it was just a real happy moment. I, every time I talk about it, I just I can't wipe the smile off my face and easily one of the proudest moments of my career so far and something that you know, hopefully one day I'll turn around and um, tell my kids and my grandkids about. Yeah, it becomes infectious nice. when you, you win like that. When you play week to week, you want to try and reach that same happiness that you had at, at such a, an important time of, of your career. Now, I'm glad you said that about Madge because we're huge Madge fans on the show here. Mm. He's, he's an intense character, but he, he loves working with elite athletes, and that's what he had with you guys. But uh, on the flip side of that, you mentioned James Fisher-Harris. He's, he's an interesting skipper because when you think about being a leader and a skipper, you think about this guy who's going to give it like a Churchillian speech and get you ready for the game. But he's one of the quietest men you'd ever come across. He doesn't really need to say too much, does he, Ronaldo? Yeah, I think like it's it's hard because obviously everyone else doesn't see kind of inside of camp in that like the the true depth of what we go into, and I think that's the real growth. I think that's when we knew we we're getting serious. Fish isn't a big talker like you said, but when we had come to that camp, he made it pretty evident that he was going to be the one to lead our team um, through words and actions, and uh, the whole way through, he just got like obviously he's a three-time uh, premiership winner. And, he just guided us through as an ultimate professional, just held a standard, um, held the team accountable. And uh, one of the main things for us was that he just put his foot down and was like, does no one get on the piss this whole three weeks or get on the piss after we win it? And he just said that with so much conviction and confidence. And, um, you know, you know how these camps go. You get to those camps and, you know, you want to enjoy a beer with the guys. And I think it's also as well the best way to, uh, one of the best ways to get to know your teammates as well as on the beers. But, for that to be taken away, we had to find other ways to do it. And Fish made sure that he didn't just lead us on the field, but off the field as well. And uh, he just managed to galvanise the group, which was important and you know, in a short time span. So um, it really wrapped for him and just shows the character he is and the kind of leader he is. And I think after we lost to Australia and Melbourne, I, uh, we could just feel that disrespect that you know, we felt and we knew we worked hard to get to that point. And uh, Fish was just, I remember him just saying to us, um, just keep it in the memory bank, keep it in the memory bank. We're, we're going to get them. And obviously, sure enough, um, you know, we come good towards the, uh, the end of the tournament at the right time. And who's going to disrespect? Who's got the guts to disrespect yeah. him as a skipper? Hey, no, nah, I- exactly. You're not going to. He's alpha. Oh, mate. Can I take you away from footy for, for the moment? Um, you do a bit of charity work. Uh, and, I, and I noticed um, online that you do some stuff for 
stepping stone house. What what led you to do a charity like that, Ronaldo? Uh, for myself, it's more so it's just that youth trauma. Um, unless these kids are battling on or things that are uncontrollable, right? And um, I think the thing I love about rugby league is that the game doesn't discriminate. You know, we come from all kind of backgrounds, uh, all ethnicities, and and all walks of life. And uh, for some of these kids, they've just really been dealt, you know, some some bad cards. And and uh, for us, for myself, I always said that you know, when I get the opportunity to help out, uh, when I get to a bit where I'm a bit successful, I'm gonna turn around and make sure that I help every single person I can. And and obviously, we're going to be only relevant for a little bit. Uh, and while I'm relevant, I want to make sure that I, um, I spread the things that matter in life. And those are the, the future of our, um, you know, the kids that, that, that are future. So um, I want to make sure uh, I stuck to my word there. And I promised my mom and my family that I would, um, you know, always never look past any of that. And then I'll help anyone that struggles. And, and I just love putting smiles on faces. And that's one way of doing it. Um, and I just don't look look at stopping uh, even past my career I want to make sure that I wasn't just known as a footy player uh, but the guy that served his community with everything he had and uh, that's the most important thing to me mate awesome. you've just given me chills just listening to that and and a, a lot of the time Ronaldo we hear about all the rubbish that goes on in the game and the media blow up BS situations and and whatnot but you know what we don't do enough sats we don't celebrate what the players do in their own time and there's a wonderful example of it, mate. Good, well done. Uh, good on you for doing that. You take on the uh, the Bulldogs this Friday night at Belmore. Geez, Belmore Sports Ground. I remember watching so many games sneakily as I'd go past on the old Red Rattlers mm. on the old trains going past Belmore. Um, mate, full strength. Yeah, it'll be good for us. Um, I, I remember last year we had a trial and I got fiery in that trial as well. So uh, really looking forward to this one as well. Beauty. Now, Brandon Smith. Kiwi teammate. Did he, he had a shot at you, didn't he, a couple of years ago through that whole Queensland Maroons fiasco and when he went into camp, didn't he Didn't he have a cheeky swipe at you about here comes the Queenslander? <laughs> yeah, you, we all know Brandon's a bit of an idiot uh, <laughs> and he's good at breaking the ice as well. So we've got that kind of relationship. It was pretty funny. I have never met Brandon properly before that and um, I walked into camp <laughs> and I was just like, this could be anything. Obviously, the whole saga went on and I was like, oh, I don't know how, how to feel. Madge made me feel comfortable, but Obviously, everyone knows you've got to earn the respect of the locker room. And I walked in and off cheese goes, he's like, oh, that's bloody fake Queenslander, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, oh. That was a good giggle and get it out of the way. And I was happy about that. Oh, ate you over that? That that I mean, that was... Oh, that. well, it's really, uh, yeah. Yeah, Also, good. animosity to anyone. It is what it is. And, um I just, I still support Queensland and I love them still, so... As a blue supporter, I was delighted. I, I, I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Sats is Sat, this is this is the pressure cooker moment of yeah. the interview. Sats has yep. got some pretty tough questions There's for you. There's a lot mate. of NRL players that have run away from this this <laughs> segment. It's called the blowtorch. <laughs> blowtorch. Okay, so so what's an event over? Let's just use the Super Bowl as an example, Ronaldo. If you had two tickets to Super Bowl, one for you, one for yep. you, you can only take one other teammate. Who would it be? I'm taking Toby Rudolph for sure. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> you might get locked up. Oh yeah. Mm. Is he? Then, yeah, I just want, I just know you'll be the party, so I'm going with him. Is he the same person for the next question as well? Who's the one player you'd love to mute? Just turn on mute for 24 hours. <laughs> oh, definitely Royce Hunt. He's oh, got, really? He's got shit chat, so <laughs> definitely Royce Hunt. <laughs> okay, so you go to a comedy club and the comedian for some reason falls sick. 
and they said, we need someone from the crowd to get up and just do like a 15-minute comedy skit to make everyone laugh and keep everyone entertained. Who's the player? Uh, he can't speak English properly, so it's even better. <laughs> be like, fui, fui, moi, moi. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Fui, fui, moi, moi be up there oh, that's funny. So first to leave on Mad Monday. Um, Britain Nakora. He's he's a smoke. He's always smoke bomb in it. So wouldn't go for a drink with that bloke. Yeah, wow. <laughs> okay. Do you have a sister, Ronaldo? Uh, I've got a little sister. Yep. I've got a little okay, sister. Yep. Okay. When your sister is old enough and she's an adult, okay. Yep. If there was one player that you would trust to walk her home after a night on the drink, who would it be? Definitely Dale Finucan. Yeah. Dale Finucan. He'd also have a guitar somewhere. He'd sing it all the way home. Yeah, too nice of a guy. Uh, Definitely Dale Finucan or Cam McInnes. Yeah, Two lovely blokes. Best dancer? Little Tricky Trindle, Braden Trindle. Oh, really? He's, uh, He's a little freaky. Yeah, he's a little freaky stuck on the dance floor. Yeah, good stuff. Awesome. All right, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure having a chat to you where you must be just chanting at the bit two weeks away from the start of the uh, NRL season. Well, three weeks for you guys. We've got to wait for ground zero or round mm. zero to play itself out in yeah. Vegas. Mate, all the best. Uh, it's been a pleasure chatting to you, Ronaldo Militalo. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Cheers, fellas. Thank you. Have a good one. This is Off The Bench Summer Edition. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off The Bench Summer Edition. Grimson played it beautifully, opened up this hole. There's a chance on the outside. Furmore throws the dummy. I don't need the outside men, says Bo Furmore. And the Gold Coast Titans, out of nowhere, had their first points. Uh, he's one of our favourite Titans. And, of course, it is Titans Takeover today. It's a membership uh, day today. Uh, I'll tell you more about that real soon. But he's one of our favourite players. And I can't wait to eventually see this bloke and David Fafida on the field at the same time. He might have to wait four weeks with Fafida facing an injury. This bloke's been out for a year. Bo mm. for more. Welcome to Sports Day. No, thanks for having me. Hey, Bo, can we get one thing straight really early on in the season because it's all about pronunciations now with players' surnames. Is it Furmore or Furmore? Furmore, the first phrase. Thank said you. It. Good stuff. Is that what, what yeah, I and said? that's what you said. That's oh, what yeah, Brenton Speed just said, the commentator. I couldn't imagine it being Furmore when you're from Dolby. Yeah. Nah, that's right. Yeah, it, sounds, it sounds a bit too upper class for Dolby. <laughs> certainly does. Uh, mate, feel the energy this uh, NRL season as a Gold Coast Titans member. I'll tell you more about a great deal you've got going at the moment uh, for the Titans. But, mate, I guess the big question straight off the bat, how's Desi been for you in this preseason? Nah, he's been, he's been really good. Um, I'm really enjoying being uh, coached under Desi and, um, yeah, I think as everyone knows, Des, he's, he's, he's quite intense and um, demands success and, um, yeah, to be, to be at your best every day, which, um, which has been really good for us. I think um, he brings that hard-nosed winning edge, which is um, probably something that, that we've lacked. We've let, let some games slip softly without having that, that hard-nosed edge, and I think that that's something that we've been um, working really hard at this preseason under Desi, and um, hopefully it starts to translate out onto the field. And for you individually as well, at the end of 2022, many, including myself, are predicting you play Origin in 23. Of course, you hurt your knee this time out last year, 12 months out. You're finally getting back on the field this week uh, when you're playing a trial at North Ipswich Reserve, Bo. I, obviously, you're excited, but 
He's a little bit of nerves as well about coming back. Um, not not as much as I thought, to be honest. Um, I've been um, pretty much full training the whole pre-season and um, pretty much uh, post-Christmas we've been doing some pretty game-like opposed sessions. So I've been playing um, game-like footy for probably four, four or five weeks now. So I've kind of um, ripped that Band-Aid off. So, I mean, a game's a little bit different, but... I'm more excited than anything just to get get out there and tackle someone other than other than my mates. I'm sick of having to tackle Tino at training, so um, looking forward to actually tackling someone that's not, not on my own team. The man that puts the best bumper bars up, Tino, mm. the big elbows, the big forearms. Now, when you're training and playing, you're really just worrying about your own game and you know what place you can play in the side and how you can improve. But being injured and having the ability just to sit back and sometimes in the coach's box, have you had a chance to look at the game from a completely different perspective and, and the opportunities that are actually out there for you? Yeah, yeah. Like you said, I had the opportunity to sit up in the coach's box for a few games last year and um, just to see what, what the coaches see from up there. And um, yeah, kind of kind of made me... I did a whole lot of learning as well in, in the time off of places that I could inject myself into the game more and... Um, yeah, like you said, sometimes when you're out on the field, you don't don't see those opportunities when uh, you kind of take a back back seat and have a look from afar. So, um, I mean, it sucks not being able to play, but yeah, I've learned plenty of stuff being able to watch and um, watch another back rowers play. I spent a lot of time doing that to see where I could improve my game and little bits and pieces I can take from other players. Have you have you played with Kieran Foran before? I played the one trial, this trial last year, which was my last game I played with him, and that's the only game I've played. Well, you're back this week. The 17 Titans plays in this week um, from the trial last week. And by the way, how impressive were those kids last week? I mean, 16 of the 22 that played the Dolphins had never played first grade rugby league before. And you easily, I, I think you guys won the first half, and they just got over you in the second half. Are, are you excited about? After seeing what happened with T, uh, not Tina, with David Fafida and and Foz last year, you excited about the the opportunities for you this year, feeding off Foz? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, Dave and Foz had an unreal combination last year. So um, yeah, hopefully being in the same team as Foz and um, along with Tanner playing playing with Foz for a year, he's improved out of sight as well. So playing alongside those two boys is. Um, yeah, only going to be beneficial for me running off them, which is going to be really good. How how are the uh, old legs of uh, Kieran Foran going? Nah, he's going all right for an old fella. He, um, he looks after himself pretty well and the club look after him. So, um, nah, he, he's going really well, hopefully in for a uh, really big year. I feel sorry when I just watch him walk. Yeah. Kieran, it looks like he's walking on broken glass, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mal Meninga's always been a huge fan of yours. And, of course, when you are at Newcastle and you had a knee operation there as well, and, and here's the reason why you, you came to the Gold Coast. And obviously he's got a fair bit of pull in and around the, the Origin arena, but you've been included in those, those Origin squads, those extended squads, which must give you a, a huge amount of confidence, Bo, leading into this year. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah, I've been asked before, and, I yeah, I wasn't, wasn't really expecting to be in that extended squad at, at the um, few weeks ago when we had our camp, and um, obviously after being out for 12 months, and there's plenty of plenty of Queensland back rowers playing really well. So to um, obviously I was in camp in um, 2022, and um, to be included in that squad again with with the co- uh, from the coaching staff and that, yeah, I was really um, 
really uh, grateful and privileged to be back in around that group and it only made me uh, that fire burn a little bit brighter to um, hopefully get in there whether it's this year or the coming years so I work really hard to get uh, to get a game in that Queensland jersey. Now, I love the move for AJ Brimson in centres. I, I think he's going to make a, a tremendous strike centre, which I think the Gold Coast has, has really needed in the last couple of years. But I've got to say, I know I know Jaden Campbell's out injured and will probably miss the first few weeks of the of the season, possibly. Um, but knowing you have that depth there, you've got young Kinney as well, Keanu Kinney. It, it'll be great to see them just go head-to-head when both of them are fully fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like we know what we know what JC can do. He's a freak. He can do um, things on the footy field that I don't think any other player can do. And um, Keanu's a bit the same. Keanu's a bit more of a um, electric runner than J uh, than JC with JC's um, quality ball playing. Keanu's more of a runner. But um, yeah, being a, having to defend Keanu at training is near impossible. He's got he's so fast on his feet and. Um, a lot like say like your Roger to us the Sheks when they step they don't seem to change pace at all. He he can step at a million miles an hour and turn people inside out. So um yeah, he obviously got a got a taste of NRL um last year and that's only built his confidence going into this preseason. So um yeah, I'm not sure um how many games J C will miss at the start of the year, but yeah, Keanu will uh get his opportunity and hopefully he takes it with both hands and then like you said, J C and um Keanu are fighting for that number one spot because, um, yeah, to make our team play the best, we need that healthy competition. Now, is this the end of the series stuff? No, well, I, I, firstly, I want to ask you about Desi because you asked oh, him right. earlier on, but has he is he intimidating? Like, when he first came into the place, was everyone a little bit intimidated by, by Desi? Well, he his... moved the furniture around the office yeah, for starters. Yeah, was there a bit of intimidation. He ripped the whole office out. He, re- he redesigned. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, no, I was I was a little bit scared to start with. Oh. Didn't know um, how to approach him, and expect because uh, um, the younger boys obviously start a couple of weeks earlier than us um, us older fellas. So um, yeah, they said that they they copped a spray on the first day, so I was <laughs> a little bit nervous to go in there. And um, but no, he's um, obviously he's he's let a few sprays go, but I think he's um, he's very different to what he portrays himself in the media. He loves. Loves to have a joke with the boys, and um, no, he's, he's a lot different to what I thought it was. It's not all it's not all yelling and screaming. There's um, there's a softer side to him and a jokey side, but um, when things need to get done, he certainly makes sure they do. I can't believe you just explained yourself as an older fella. You're 25 oh, no. for Christ's sakes. Hey, um, now is, is your is, <laughs> is your missus still mowing the lawn? Monique, mate, not 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 missus. <laughs> well, we saw on your Monique, social media nah, while you did. had your knee operation, she was mowing the lawn, and he was so proud to put up the photo. Oh, I, was, I think it's outstanding. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, that was that was one and done. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was uh, I was hobbling around a few weeks after that mowing the lawn by myself. So um, no, yeah, that was a that was a one time thing. She uh, she didn't look too comfortable doing it, and was complaining that it was too noisy and the fumes smelt and. Uh, it was like pulling toenails, getting her to do it. And I don't want to sound rude, but they just can't do it properly, can they? They leave grass no, all over the lawn. I've, I've got a certain pattern there that I go. do it in, and it's a bit therapeutic. I put my my earphones in and listen to podcasts or music, and it's a bit of uh, yeah, just a bit of therapeutic. Down being out of mow the lawn yourself. Oh. Okay, actually, your bobble head just fell off my. Uh, you know why? My computer. Because you, the head. The like, Jesus, your massive. head's massive, massive on your bobble head. head. On your bo- so the Titans got these bobblehead players now. They're <laughs> That's pretty cool. The scale. Actually. Yeah. It's the scale that, it's uh, huge. that head size. So yeah. yeah. 
Hey, so based on your pattern around your mowing your lawn, now mm. I'm 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 big on this. Oh, I, there I used, we go. I used to love when I used to have big lawn to to mow. I used to spend a lot of time on. So a big question here about whether we actually get in the show again. This is the way you answer will decide. <laughs> Do you mow first, whip a snipper second, or vice versa? It's the other way. Um, I whip a snipper first no. and then mow second so I can, pick up, I can pick up the clippings from no, the whipper exactly. snipper. Exactly. No. Mate, so when you mow and then you whip a snipper, you've got all the clippings left. What no, do you do? You're wrong. No, you, well, what you happens? whip a snip first and then you, you mow the, the rest of the inside. That's what we said. No, sorry. You mow first and, and then trim the edges at the end. But then what do you do with all the grass clippings? That's where your blower comes into it. Oh, you're rich. Mm. I forgot about that. Yeah, but then that. I feel like you're just double handling. Yeah, there we go. Nah, no, you are. You're you're waste... an extra job for you're yourself. On. You're right, you're a, Bo. You're a crap player, crap <laughs> guest. You never come on again. <laughs> uh, quick question from the evil twin Aria. Oh, am I allowed to ask this? You're going to do it anyway. She wants yeah, to know yeah. when, when Miss Monique's coming back to school. Oh, she's a teacher, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. she taught oh, her in grade uh, seven. Well, she only she uh, had a baby a week ago, so not Another for a while. One. Yeah, we had our second baby. Oh, wow, good um, stuff. Yeah, last Tuesday, last Tuesday. So, um, no, not for a little while yet. So, what what what'd you have, Bo? Uh, we had another boy, two boys now. Oh, how good's that? Oh, that place is going to be how a nightmare. That, that yeah. is going to. She's not going back yeah, to school yeah, as a teacher. Miss would be filthy. <laughs> two boys. Yeah, yeah. No, she was uh, after the first boy, Cooper. He's a bit of a madman. So, um, yeah, I think she's dreading when um, when Herbie, our, our newest one, he gets to about two and starts wanting to tackle and everything like that. Yeah, good stuff. Named after Herbie Farmworth. That's awesome. Hey, um, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, well, he's the best looking player in the NRL. Yeah, true. Yeah. Bo didn't make the. Oh, you didn't make the top hundred. No, not with a head like that. No, I was, I was pretty cut by it actually. Uh, Mate, they, are Brandon they not, Smith was in there. I know. No, Blake Laurie and Blake Laurie. Cam McGinnis was in it. Oh, that'll do me. <laughs> that'll do. See, Dalby. It's Dalby's famous for not for not producing great looking men like yourself and Andrew McCulloch. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do they go. know? Do they know who Andrew McCulloch is in Dalby? I don't think they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Hey, really quickly before we go, of course, Carl Webb, Charlie Webb was a proud Dolby boy and sadly passed away recently. I mean, you were born around 97, 98. Can you remember watching Charlie Webb as, a, as an ex-Dolby boy playing in the NRL? Yeah, I used to um, – yeah, yeah, I can remember. I used to love when um, – Back when they used to, uh, the team list would come out and they'd say their junior club. And um, I remember me and my older brother used to always get excited when um, Carl would go up there and say Dolby Devils because we yeah, were playing nice. for the Dolby Devils. It was um, it was always pretty exciting. And yeah, obviously, uh, terrible to see him go. I ran into him um, in Dolby over the off season, actually, just in the shopping centre and had a chat to him for about 10 minutes. So um, yeah, it was really, really sad to yeah, nice. um, see him pass away. Yeah, nice, nicely said, mate. Well, listen, all the best to you uh, this year. We hope you get through unscathed. Uh, all the best to Miss Monique and uh, and my congratulations on the birth of your second boy. Uh, get behind your team on the Gold Coast and feel the energy this season as a Titans member. Bo, for more, thank you so much for your time on Sports Day, mate, and good luck. No, thank you very much. Appreciate it. This is Off the Bench Summer Edition. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench Summer Edition. He tries to swing it away. They're going for a run. He must be out. He is out. 
Well, they went for a crazy single, and McDermott never had a chance. Harris raced through, picked up, got it to Smith, and the bales were gone, and another Aussie is out. Well, I'd love a dollar for every time he ran out an Aussie at the crease. We'll whip those bales off. The man's joining us uh, now from New Zealand, from his lounge room, where he's staring at a, a book I need to find out about. <laughs> Um, and I can't do. I reckon he got a free copy. You wouldn't have bought your book, surely, no, Gary. No, well, mate, I had to get rid of a number of free ones, so <laughs> I, I think that uh, Smitty might be on top of the top of the list there. Uh, SENZ's very own Ian Smith joining us now on Sports Day. Smithy, welcome to the show. Hey, son, Gary. Thank you very much. I paid twenty nine ninety five for it, Gary. So there you go. You you were robbed. You were robbed. At least. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I think you might be the only one that actually paid for the book. I, I, I do remember, Smitty, they're going to, to Christchurch and signing um, a, a book launch, and the guy that was with me trying to take me around and look after me, and uh, as they do with the rugby league players now, they have security. He wasn't security, but he actually owned the book company. And uh, we, we managed to get to the plane, I think, with 15 minutes to go. There was that many people there, young kids trying to get uh, autographs and all the rest of it. Not trying to wrap myself, but it was just – it was really, really good to see that – Hey, we, we got rid of a few books and all the, the kids uh, I went back and played. I went back and watched a game of footy at Colour Park on number one and number two. And I think the four halfbacks are out there all had their socks down. A revolution, mate. There Started you go. A revolution, yeah. yeah. There you go. But they didn't have big calf yeah. muscles like me, yeah. though, Smitty. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. That's, that's, that's true. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't have given the finger to the coach if he pulled them, told them to pull them up, too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you two ever crossed each other's paths? Uh not really. I don't think we have, have we, mate? I, I don't think so. I think we might have spoken on the phone. Um, yeah. I'm not Some even interviews. sure we've been similar functions. Yeah, yeah. Jason, cricketers were never allowed to mix with rugby league players back in my day, mate. We, we weren't important enough. Yeah, right. Good call. Good you you call. mean us or you? <laughs> <laughs> you probably, it was probably by choice, maybe. <laughs> it's probably safer for both, no, actually. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk Brilliant. about we're going to talk about a bit of footy uh, shortly, but uh, the reason I wanted to have a chat to you, twenty, there's three T20s and a couple of tests, as you know, Smithy. Australia taking on New Zealand. We've had a we've had a pretty rubbish summer, apart from the big bash here in Australia and the odd upset in a test match, which we won't talk about. Uh, it's been a pretty rubbish international cricket season, but I tell you what. It kicks up a, a, a gear tomorrow when the Aussies play uh, your boys in the first T20 in Wellington. And I, and I, also, I hear there's, there's sellouts everywhere. Is that right, Smithy? I know the tests, the first four days of the test are sold out. What, what's the feeling like in New Zealand? Are, are they as excited as us? I think so. I uh, can't wait, I think. Most of them, we've just had a pretty average South uh, African team here. They sent about their third 11 because they had another competition to play at home. So we were really disappointed in that. We mopped them up without too much trouble. Um, so, look, the, these test matches, well, the, the, the T20s as well, they've been dates on our calendar for since they came out. So a lot of people have put a ring around them. And, yes, the, the sellout at the basement is there for the four, first four days. I'm led to believe the second day at Christchurch has already sold out wow. and the first, third and fourth are pretty close to it. So it's unprecedented, really, that we'd have that kind of interest in a test match or a test series. Uh, in New Zealand, I, I tell you, that it's the power of Australia and it's the power of the confrontation, I guess, and, and the hope that we can perhaps pull off an upset. Mate, I'll, we'll go just fast forward, mate, to Jarrah Waria Hargraves. He's finishing up the Roosters this year, but as a sports person, I know playing cricket and all the rest of it, but he is, 
to me, he's one of the guys that I would pay money to go and watch play because, A, how aggressive he is and how inspirational he is to his teammates. So what, what have you thought about his career over the last 15-odd years he's played for the Roosters? Look, he's, he's a villain when he's playing against us, isn't he? I mean, you know, that's the thing. You look at him and you think, oh, God, I wish someone would plant him on the end of the beak. And, you know, and <laughs> no one's ever going to, of course. But you just kind of, <laughs> when, when, he, when he's playing against you, you think, you think, what an ass. <laughs> this, this guy's just a, uh, he's a bully. He's disruptive. He gives away penalties. He's always in the thick of anything. In fact, he sometimes incites a lot of it. But then he turns around and plays for you, and you think, that's a good bloke out there playing in that Kiwi jersey. He's a real absolute inspiration for us. What a terrific bloke. wonder who he plays his club footy for. Uh, look, I, I, he is the kind of guy who, you know, when you, when you look back at Jared Warrior Hargrave's career, uh, you'll know he played. A lot of guys will know he played against him, but you'll know he played. You know his style that he played. And, you know, the other thing about it is that rugby league is a hell of a hard physical game. He's had a career of longevity, hasn't he? I mean, mm. he's lasted uh, by being at the forefront of things. So I'm never, gonna, never going to knock a guy that does that. So um, hero, villain, but, on a, you know, a hell of a career, really. Oh, unbelievable. In your playing career, who was the player in the cricket team who was like Jared that you played with in New Zealand? Oh, look, in terms of having a bit of mongrel, yeah. John Bracewell, and, and he, I mean, John Bracewell, <laughs> yes. he'd, he'd love me saying this. Yes. He was our off spinner. <laughs> he, he was our off spinner, and he was an angry, yes. angry off spinner. I yeah. mean, he just absolutely got wound up and, and wound people up around him. And, you know, he, he was a spin bowler with a fast bowler's attitude, um, you know, he played first-class rugby back in New Zealand. He's one of the Braceful clan. I think all, four of them ended up playing rugby at, at a rec level in New Zealand. Um, he was a centre or a fullback. They're the only two positions he liked, but he'd have been pretty good in a, in a, in a six or seven jersey as well. And never turned down a scrap, John Braceful. He didn't have too many in the cricketing days, but he's, he's the only guy... I tell you, the only Javed Mandad, who is a terrifically good player for uh, Pakistan, but a yep. very combative little fellow in his own right, uh, threatened to take John Bracewell out the back of the grandstand at the end of the day's play, and John Bracewell said, no, no, let's do it right here and now. <laughs> yes, that's what I love. I love that stuff. <laughs> Jeez. How good would that be if they could get, oh. get that on, on TV nowadays? <laughs> Hey, before we let you go, for all our listeners through SENZ tonight who listen to Sports Day every night, geez, the Warriors, um, they've got some depth this year. I've got you playing in the GF against the Panthers this year. I reckon I reckon you'll go a game a game longer, mate. How are you feeling about the Warriors? Well, look, very bullish this year. Uh, we, we really are. Roger Kovacic has uh, finally got onto a, a footy playing field back in, in the, in the colours and Look, you know, um, they got they sold out a preseason game in Christchurch, Gary. In Christchurch, they sold out a preseason game of rugby league with the Warriors down there. They're awesome. taking two more games to Christchurch. They'll sell out no problem at all. We're, we're bullish. I mean, um, the, the talk uh, on our radio station, uh, I would say, in a rugby mad country. Uh, in the middle of winter at the moment, she's fitty, fitty, fitty. fitty. Uh, the Warriors wow. have just oh. been a revelation. They, I'll tell you what's good about them too. They're available. They talk to you. Yeah. The coach, Andrew Webster, has been brilliant in communicating. Cameron George, the CEO, has made sure that everyone can get a piece of the Warriors. 
and and we, you know I, I didn't I, I've never seen anything take hold like up the wards in this country ever before. Yeah, I'm getting chills just listening to you, and mate, I really appreciate your time tonight on Sports Day. And Jason, you go first thing tomorrow. You go out to your nearest bookshop and see if you can hunt down a, a copy of Tiger Tiger <laughs> Kiwi Rooster. Actually, I've got a great social media idea. Why don't we get you in a smoking jacket with a cat on your lap, just reading a chapter every night, Smitty? That'll, the kids will love that on Instagram. <laughs> uh, read out the you, read out the think? letter that Alan Jones <laughs> wrote to me. That was a good one. I put in there. <laughs> I should, have bought, I should have bought that out, actually. Oh, man. Oh, look, I don't know about the smoking jacket, but I'll have a cigar, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Smithy, thanks for your time, See you, mate. Cheers, guys. Pleasure. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Yeah, it's almost the weekend again. Well, it is, I guess. Uh, getting ready for a big weekend of racing around Queensland. Chances are you're about to lose. Here he is, Nelso. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm going really well, thanks, Chase. Great to chat to you and great to chat to Sats. Uh, Rightio, what's on this weekend? Uh, plenty of racing this weekend around the place, uh, as per usual. We've got uh, meetings. Our main meeting is at Doombin. We've got some dual qualifiers. Now, the dual are a couple of big half-million-dollar races run at the Gold Coast Saturday fortnight. So we've got some qualifiers there, one for the two-year-old Colts and Geldings, one for the two-year-old Phillies, and one for the three-year-olds. So an important day at Doombin Saturday. We race on the poly track on the Gold Coast. We race at Rockhampton. There's also a two-year-old dual qualifier there. And we race at Toowoomba, of course, uh, in the evening, Saturday evening. Uh, meetings around the country, Gundawindi, Mariba, Mount Isa. And there was a meeting set down for Blackall, but that has been uh, abandoned due to the state of the track. So no racing at Blackall this week, Jase. You can... Uh, We'll have to find somewhere else to go now. Yeah, all right. Oh, I can handle Gundy that. Gundy Windy would be a good good meet. I love Gundy. Yeah. Great place, Gundy, yeah. I love it. Mm. Good joint there. Good, good joint. Chinese restaurant there. <laughs> every small town, yep. not that Gundy's that yes. small, but mm. every every small town has a great Chinese exactly. restaurant, don't they? Yeah, for sure. Absolute ripper. Yep. Mm. All right. Yeah, you want some tips? Uh, no, no, we're good. All right, mate, have a good weekend. I was joking, no, everybody. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Well, everybody was happy, probably, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> now, we get uh, our main four bets for the weekend. The best four, the top four for this weekend Lady of Camelot, Caulfield, race eight, number 13, the $2 million Blue Diamond Stakes. Lady of Camelot for Waterhouse Bot, I think, can win. Uh, the Oakley Plate at Caulfield, race nine, number 15, King's Gambit. First up for Team Snowden, Jamie Carr off the inside gate. Uh, we'll go to Rose Hill, race 10, number 6, Dakota Vroom. About uh, double-figure odds, Dakota Vroom. I think it can run really well in the last race. And Doombin, race 7, number 5, hell of a deal on an each-way basis. So if you stick with those four, they're all reasonable prices. I think they'll all run really well. All righty. Good stuff. Uh, any sign of my boom horses? Uh, not too many booms around. At the... Oh, no, Golden Boom's running on Saturday. Please. Oh, there we go. Uh, He's a bit short, Jace. He's uh, he's probably red figures. So the boom know, horses are like the zipping the, horse, the zipping greyhounds. Greyhounds, aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and when yes. you combine my other favourite names of horses, gold, golden boom is. I'll be there. I'll be yeah. on. I'll be mm -hmm. on. Uh, thank well, you, Nelson. You'll take the short price. I, mate, absolutely I will. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Nelson, best of luck, mate.
Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. See you, mate.